Hey, Riley. Yeah. What do you have? Have blue ribbon. What else? Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Zest and sparkle, million favor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pap's Blue Ribbon Beer. What did you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. Internationally famous Pap's Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The stress and strain of modern living is beginning to tell on even so hardy a soul as Chester A. Riley. If he were a rich man, he'd pay $25 an hour to a psychoanalyst who would listen attentively to a recital of his troubles. But since he's a poor man, Riley is forced to tell his troubles to his family, who, like most families, have troubles of their own. Oh, hello, dear. Hello. Hi, Pop. Hello, Daddy. You have a nice day at the plant? Nice day. I had a terrible day. I had the worst day of my whole life. Oh, Babs, turn down the gas under the potatoes. I wouldn't go through another day like this one for a million dollars. It's all right, Mother. No, turn it up a little more. Started when I got on the bus this morning. Oh, Junior, don't eat cookies before supper. Just one. That fresh driver had the nerve to say I didn't put a dime in the box. So he says to me, Peggy, you listening? Yes, dear. Junior, one, not three. So he says to me, pay your fare or I'll throw you off the bus. Oh, Babs, hand me that dish down. And I say, you and who else? This one? No, no, the other one. And he says, me, myself, and I. Oh, Junior, put a can of tomato juice in the icebox. And I says, I'd like to see you try it. Just try it. I had to wait a whole hour in the rain for the next bus. <laughs> and when I finally get to the plant... Peg, do you hear? Oh, yes, dear. Oh, Bab, see if we have enough margarine. When I get to the plant, that stupid foreman says to me, late again. I try to explain he don't listen. There's a quarter of a pound left. Well, that's enough. So we have a big argument, and boy, did I tell him off. Quit riding me, you crumb, I say. And then he says... Junior, get that bowl down from the shelf. <laughs> and then he says... This one? And then he says... No, the big blue one. And then he says... Which blue one? And then he says... Right in front of you. And then he says... <laughs> and then he says, you apologize, Riley. Oh, this one? You apologize, Riley. Yes, yes, that one. You apologize, Riley. And I says, I don't apologize to nobody. Oh, Babs, will you make the salad in this bowl? And he says, oh, you don't apologize, huh? Lettuce and tomato? And I says, no, I don't. Oh, cut up a cucumber, too. And he says, oh, you don't, eh? There's a hard-boiled egg in the icebox. No, I don't, I says. Slice it, dear. And then he says, you apologize or you're fired. So after I said I'm sorry... <laughs> are you listening? Oh, yes, dear. Junior, will you leave those cookies alone? Only one. I finally get to work. And all day long, he's looking over my shoulder, watching me like a hawk. He even followed me in the washroom when I went in for a smoke. Oh, don't use the mayonnaise, Babs. By five o'clock, I was a nervous wretch. <laughs> There's no more French dressing. And on my way home... Well, use the mayonnaise. And on my way home, I'm waiting for the bus, and the same bus driver from the morning comes along. And, and get this, Peg... Yes, dear. Not so much mayonnaise, Babs. He won't even stop for me. He aims the bus at me. <laughs> Goes right through a puddle, splashes me from head to foot. And I have to wait an hour for the next bus, soaking wet. I tell you, Peg, I... I Peggy, you listening? Yes, dear. I'm glad you had a nice day. <laughs> You didn't hear a word I said. 
Riley. Nobody pays any attention to me. A fine family I got. Oh, what's the matter with you? What are you grumping about? Uh, I'm sorry, Peggy. It's my nerve. I, I feel like I'm going to pieces lately. I've got an awful headache. I... Oh, well, why don't you lie down and take a nap before supper? Yeah, well, maybe that'll help. Yes, lie down on the couch in the living room, dear. Okay. Oh, my head is just splintering. Oh, this feels good. Uh, take a nice little snooze. Pop! Junior, I'm trying to take a nap. I just want to see the paper. Well, take it. You're lying on it. Oh, uh, well, here, yeah, take it. Thanks. Oh, enough, I could just drop off the stairs. Cut out that racket. I'm just reading the paper. Well, you're rustling the pages. It gets on my nerves. Go read a wet paper. <laughs> get something else to do, Jimmy. Okay, okay. Let me get a minute's peace around here. Oh, that's better. Television. <laughs> Ojo, I'm trying to take a nap. Oh, I forgot. I'm going to take that television set and burn it in the incinerator. I don't know why I bought it in the first place. If it ain't cowboy pictures, it's commercials. See your tip-top used car dealer? Phone Zenith 6001. This offer expires in 30 seconds. Coast Federal Savings. Ooh la la. That's the one for me. Milani's 1880 French dressing. In my marriage. <laughs> Margarine. I'm going nuts. What's the matter now? I'm going crazy with that television. I can't get a minute's peace of quiet. I'm going to get rid of that set. You'll see if I don't. Next week when the finance company comes to take it, I ain't fighting back. <laughs> Try to lay down for a few minutes. Oh, and then... calm down, will you, dear? Lie down on the couch in Babs's room. Okay. All I want is a little peace of quiet. Like a boiler factory in this house. Oh, that's more like it. Oh, Daddy, are you in here? Yeah, I'm trying to relax, Babs. What do you want? Well, I wanted to play a new record I got. Well, I'm trying to rest. Okay. No, no, wait a minute. I can't sleep. Maybe a little soothing music will help me. Play something. All right. My nerves are all shot. I can just relax. I told you to play something soothing, not that crazy jazz. I'm going to get rid of that record player. Oh, Riley, are you still fussing? I won't have it in the house, you'll see. When the finance company comes for the television, I'm going to let them take the record player, too. Oh. Peg, these kids are driving me crazy. I can't stand it. Why not let the finance company take them, too? Looking for them, they're paid for. They can... I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. You certainly don't. I don't know what's the matter with you. Lately, you've been just impossible. You come home cranky and you scream at the kids. Well, is it my fault they get on my nerves? Well, why should they? They're perfectly normal kids. Don't tell me they're normal. I'm their father. <laughs> I know them better than you do, and they don't act normal when I'm around. Oh, you better see a doctor for your nerves before you wind up in a straitjacket. I don't need a doctor. Well, I'm you can't a... go on like this. Now, if you don't see a doctor, I'm, I'm going to... I'm not paying no doctor 25 bucks to tell me I'm punchy. <laughs> People tell it to me every day for nothing. What's eating you, pal? Oh, those kids of mine are getting on my nerves. And Peg's no help either. You know what she said. How should I know? I ain't the kind of a guy who goes around snooping or eavesdropping on my next-door neighbor. Yeah, 
Well, she tells me to go see a doctor. Yeah, why pay a doctor 25 bucks to tell you you're punchy? <laughs> Gillis, you heard. I know a guy who'll do it for 10. You don't know what I've been going through, Gillis. Oh, don't tell me about kids. You ain't the only one. I'm going through the same thing. With Egbert? Nah, with my sister-in-law's kid, Emil. She went to New York and left him with us. What a monster. Imagine, a kid cuts wings in half. Well, a lot of kids do that. With their teeth? <laughs> Babs and Junior ain't that bad, but lately, whenever they're around, no matter what they do, I, I, I get so nervous. You know, maybe Peg's right. Maybe you should see a doctor. But I ain't sick. No, no, no I mean one of them mind doctors. Oh, you mean one of them? Yeah, maybe he can tell you why you're nervous. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right, Gillis. I can't go on like this. Who's a good brain doctor? I'm going to get myself psychoalkalized. Today. Yes, I seen the doctor. And so help me, that's the last doctor I'll ever go to. $25 down the drain. What happened? Big specialist. Got an office like a palace. What'd he say? I, I come in there, I say, Doc, I don't know what's the matter with me, but I just can't stand kids around. They make me nervous. He looks at me, presses a buzzer. Three nurses grab hold of me and they start testing me. Blood tests, heart tests, eye tests, ear tests. They hit me with little hammers. Then they hit me with big hammers. You think they were trying to auction me off? <laughs> For three hours, they're testing me, sticking needles into me. Finally, they take me back to the doc's office, and he's sitting there with a pile of reports this high. Then he looks at me, and he says, So children make you nervous? That's right, doc, I say. What's your advice? And he says, Don't get married. Oh, Don't get married. Now he tells me. Oh, you know what's wrong with you, honey. Overwork. You need a rest. Why don't you go away for a few days? Get away from the kids. Go to Palm Springs for a weekend. Alone? Yes. You, you come with me, Peg. I can't leave the kids. Yeah, the kids, always the kids. I don't count. You... Oh, I can't leave them here all alone. Well, they're old enough to take care of themselves. Just for a couple of days, come with me, huh, Peg? Well, it's only for a weekend. All right, we can leave tomorrow. Ah, oh, that'll be great, Peg. Just the two of us. Oh, we'll have a lot of fun. It'll be like a second honeymoon. Just like our first honeymoon. Only this time I'll pay my own way. You have just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. But now, here's an important question. What did you have? Paps Blue Ribbon. What did you have? Paps Blue Ribbon. When you've finished all your household tasks and your friendly next-door neighbor asks, What did you have? The answer's clear. Sing out, Paps Blue Ribbon beer. What did you have? Paps Blue Ribbon. What did you have? Paps Blue Ribbon. What did you have? Paps Blue Ribbon. Paps Blue Ribbon beer. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors, zest and sparkle, million flavors, taste that smoother, smoother flavor, Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Finest beer served anywhere. And say, friends, do you want to know the real payoff on how to judge truly fine beer? It's easy. You just pour yourself a glass of Paps Blue Ribbon and make the three-way experts test. One, look at that clear color, that creamy head. Two, sniff that fragrant Blue Ribbon blend. Three, Taste that flavor. The flavor the whole world knows, and you're bound to agree. Finest beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. 
now back to the life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Riley's taken a few days off from the plant to rest his shattered nerves and get away from the kids. Accompanied by Peg, he went to Palm Springs for a weekend, which he persists in calling a second honeymoon. They've just arrived at the Coronet Lodge, and Riley is about to register. Oh, here's the desk, Peg. Um, Riley, yeah. I, I was thinking, let's get two rooms. Two? Yes, yeah, so I won't disturb you if you want to sleep late in the morning or if I feel like reading late at night. After all, you're here for a rest. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And be sure we get nice rooms. Yeah, well, you leave it to me. I know how to handle these room clerks. Ah, <laughs> oh, good morning, sir. Welcome to the Coronet Lodge, where there's fun in the sun. Never mind the fun in the sun. All I want is to slouch on a couch. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Riley. Oh, yes, Mr. Riley. We've been expecting you. Yeah, well, I'd like the best accommodations you got. A nice, quiet place where we won't be disturbed. You see, we're, uh, we're on our honeymoon. Oh, <laughs> your honeymoon. <laughs> yes, well, just a minute. I'll check and see what we have. Why did you tell him we're on a honeymoon? Well, that's the way you get the best rooms. They always give them to the honeymooners. Uh, Mr. Riley, yeah? we have a lovely room with a private sun deck away from the pool. And it's very quiet. Oh, that'll be fine for my wife. Now, uh, what have you got for me? <laughs> you want two rooms? Yeah. See, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> all I've got left are two adjoining rooms. Well, that's what I meant. It's fine. Now, if you'll sign the register. Huh? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, boy. Show Mr. and Mrs. Riley to 108. Right this way, sir. Ah, yeah. Come on, Peg. Oh, boy, look at that pool. Oh, my, this is a lovely place. Yeah, I think I'm going to like it here. Well, come on. What'd you stop for? Look at that. But what? Those kids there. Come on, Bobby. Throw the ball. Throw the ball. I'm checking out. Oh, don't be ridiculous. If I'd have known there was kids here, I'd never have come. But you'll find children wherever you go. I came here to get away from kids. Oh, I don't know what's happened to you. You used to be crazy about kids. Not just your own, all kids. And now, what's the matter? Well, I, I, I don't know myself. I, maybe I've become one of them split personalities. Oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you know, like in that movie we saw on television, Dr. Jackass and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> You know what I mean? I know just what you mean. Come on, doctor. Oh, my, isn't it a lovely morning? And that sun is just glorious. Ah. Well, what's the matter now? Oh, I don't know. I didn't sleep well. I... Why not? You went to bed early enough. Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night. I had a nightmare. It was horrible. I, I dreamt I was in a nursery in a maternity hospital. <laughs> a nursery? Yeah, and all the babies were beating me over the head with their bottles. <laughs> well, I don't blame them. The way you feel about children lately. Oh, please, Peg. I came here to forget about children. Let me enjoy myself. Hmm. You don't look as if you're enjoying yourself, uh, sitting there under that umbrella. Why don't you take that overcoat off and get in the sun? Uh, what for? I'll get hot. Well, then you'll go in the pool. I'll get wet. You'll go in the sun again. So I'll get hot. You'll sit under the umbrella. So what did I accomplish? <laughs> oh, I give up. I don't like this place. What? It's beautiful. Too quiet. 
<laughs> Too quiet. You came here for a rest. Too quiet. But, dear... Ah, shut up. Are you talking to me? No, the bird. Listen to that racket he's making. Oh, first it's too quiet, now it's too noisy. I don't know what you want, and I haven't got the patience to try and find out. I'm going back to the room. No, Peg, wait. Oh, I don't know what's the matter with me. I, I don't like nothing. I had to come to Palm Springs for a rest. The way I feel now, I should have gone to a cemetery. You can rest there, too, but no swimming pool. <laughs> Digger, it's you. Yes, it is I, indeed. Digger Odell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Welcome to Palm Springs. It's grand burying yourself in the sand. How are you, Digger? Alive and kicking, if you'll pardon the expression. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm a guest. The annual convention of my college fraternity is being held here. The UEPPBC. UEPPBC? The undertakers, embalmers, and fallbearers, Phi Beta Casket. <laughs> we had a fine chapter at dear old MIT. Oh, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. No, the Morticians Institute of Tombstone. <laughs> I'm surprised to find you here, Riley. Oh, I just had to get away, Digger. The kids were getting on my nerves. And... Ah, yes. Children can be a problem. Only yesterday, a gang of hoodlums pilfered a sign from a jewelry store and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Though I was mortified. Why? What did the sign say? You furnish the girl, we furnish the stone. <laughs> Digger, do your kids ever get on your nerves? Oh, yes, they do indeed. Take my oldest son, Moss Bank. He's about to graduate from high school. I'd hoped he'd come into the firm with me and do as I did. Start at the top and work his way to the bottom. But the boy don't want to, is that it? No, he insists upon taking up dentistry. Oh. I argued with him, I pleaded, I begged him. But he was adamant. Finally, I gave up and I said, All right, son, have it your way. You fill your cavities. I'll fill mine. Well, lately, I've I just been going to pieces. I, I even went to see a doctor. Oh, what a faker. Oh, now, 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 don't say anything against doctors. Some of my best friends are doctors. <laughs> well, I've got to be running along. The convention begins at noon, and I'm delivering the opening address. Oh, uh, uh, what's your speech about? My subject is 30 years an undertaker, or a hearse, a hearse, my kingdom for a hearse. <laughs> Here you. I'd better be shoveling off. Are you at it again? I told you to shut up. Don't you understand simple English? What do I have to do? Talk to you in pigeon English? I had enough trouble with you yesterday. Now beat it or I'll climb that tree and put salt on your tail. <laughs> ah, go lay an egg. Oh, mister. Don't you like birds? No. Gee, you don't like any birds? No. Well, maybe a chicken roasted, but that's all. You want to play ball with my brother and me? No. You want to play hide-and-go-see? No. You want to play tag? No, I don't want to play, and that's final. Don't you like little children? No. We like you. Go on, beat it. But... 
You do? Yes. You're pretty. <laughs> I am? Oh, yes. Come on, Bobby, let's go. No, no, wait a minute, don't go. Come, come on over here. Uh, uh, what's your name, little girl? Carolyn. My name is Bobby. Oh. Well, uh, you sit on this knee, Carolyn. That's it. Uh, and you sit on this knee, Bobby. Uh, huh, comfortable? Carolyn, Bobby, stop bothering the gentlemen. Oh, no, they're not bothering me, ma'am. We're having a great time. I've got to run down to the village for a few minutes. Could you keep an eye on them, if you're sure they're not bothering you? Oh, no, go right ahead. They're no bother at all. I'll just be a few minutes. Right, you take all the time you want. You two behave yourselves, children. Oh, we will, Mommy. Bye, Mommy. Well, what do we play, huh? Let's play how. All right. We'll be the children, and you'll be the mother. Uh -huh. I'm the mother, and... <laughs> now, uh, your name will be uh, Babsy, and your name will be Junior. Huh? All right, Mommy. All right, Listen to the pretty birdie sing. <laughs> ah, now that's a papa birdie. <laughs> Here, birdie, come back into the nest with Babs and Junior and the old hen. Come on. <laughs> oh, hurry up, Riley, now finish dressing. We'll be late. Late for what? But don't you remember? We signed up to go on that all-day pack trip up in the mountains. You told me you wanted to go. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you go yourself, Peg. I, I, I can't go. Well, why not? Well, on account of that couple next door is going. You know, they have those two kids. Well, what's that got to do with you? Well, I got to stay here and look after the kids. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I promised their mother. Oh, honest, I can't figure you out. You were ready to check out the minute you saw those two kids. And now you're going to spend a whole day with them. Yeah, well, I know, but you see... Oh, I'm I... not going to waste time trying to understand you. I'm going on the trip myself. Yeah, you, you do that, honey. Have a good time. I'll be back in time for that barn dance tonight. Oh, I won't be able to take you tonight. But you said well, you I were... I know, but the young couple is going, too, and I'm going to babysit with the children. <laughs> <laughs> well, that beats everything. You come here because you can't stand children, and you wind up as a nursemaid. I ain't a nursemaid. No? Then what are you? Hello, Mommy. Mommy? <laughs> Me? Can I, Junior? It's a game we play. Oh, it is. Chester Riley. Now, now, wait a minute, Peg. It ain't what you think. So children get on your nerves. Well, maybe they don't, but our kids do. Hey, here they are, Babs. Hi, Mom. Hi, Pop. Junior! Junior! Hello, Mother. Hi, Daddy. Babs, what are you two doing here? Yes, what are you two doing here? Can't we go away for a rest for a weekend without you kids tagging along after us? Now, go, go on, beat it. Go ahead. Go. But, Pop, you phoned us last night and told us to come. You even wanted us to fly out last night. Well, Riley? <laughs> okay, I may as well tell you the truth. You, you see, Peg, I, I, I wasn't enjoying myself. Finally, I figured out what's wrong with this honeymoon. We didn't have, have our kids with us. <laughs> I could have told you that before we came here. You couldn't be happy without your kids around. Yeah. What a revolting development this is. <laughs>
Smiley's will be back in just a moment. But right now... Oh, it's famous not just here at home, but from Timbuktu to far off Nome. From the Virgin Isles to the Straits of Dover, it's Pabst Blue Ribbon the whole world over. When people sing and sing the And smoother, smoother beer. Just ask if this and hear them cheer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Zest and sparkle, million flavors. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Hustle. Yes, friends. Wherever you travel, to the far corners of the world or right here in the good old USA, you'll find folks enjoying that international favorite, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Remember, the quality that has carried Pabst Blue Ribbon around the world is yours for the asking. The next time the waiter asks you, what'll you have, tell him you want the world's number one favorite, Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. Hi, Pop. Hello, Daddy. Did you have a nice day at the plant, dear? Nice day. I had a horrible day. I had the worst day of my whole life. Oh, Babs, turn the gas down under the potatoes. I wouldn't go through another day like this for a million dollars. It's all right, Mother. No, turn it up a little more. Started when I got on the bus this morning. Junior, don't eat bread before supper. Just one slice. Crummy driver started a fight again. He says to me, Peggy, you listening? Yes, dear. Junior, one, not three. So he says to me... Uh, go on, dear. He sa- Oh, no, I ain't going to go through that again. <laughs> now, friends, a word from the man who makes Riley so smiley, William Bender. Folks, starting this Sunday, our country celebrates National Brotherhood Week. The tremendous strength of our nation may be likened to the strength of a bar of shining steel. Steel is the perfect combination of raw iron blended with many other minerals and chemicals and painstakingly tempered with tremendous heat. And so it is with our country. Our raw iron is our profound belief in respecting the dignity of our neighbor and his right to believe in God in his own way. Our minerals and chemicals are the many racial groups that are welcome here. All these elements have been melted together by the flame that America holds high, the flame of freedom. Continuing brotherhood, guaranteeing community that will live together and work together for the security and happiness of us all. Good night. This weekend in Palm Springs, California, at Charlie Farrell's Racquet Club, Paps Blue Ribbon sponsors another first in sports, the first annual Paps Blue Ribbon Invitational Tennis Tournament. On behalf of Pabst Blue Ribbon, we salute all those who entered, including Hollywood stars Paulette Goddard, Dinah Shore, George Montgomery, and many others. We wish them all the best of luck. This tournament is just one of many Pabst Blue Ribbon championship events in the world of sports. Ah, tennis, that's my game. <laughs> I've got the finest serve anywhere. Did you say anywhere? That's what I serve. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. Smoother, smoother flavors, zest and sparkle, million flavors, taste that smoother, smoother flavor, Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. 
Will you have Pabst Blue Ribbon? Pabst Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Music by Lou Kosloff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Eiler. Junior is Bobby Ellis. The boy tonight is Jeffrey Silver. The girl, Ann Whitfield. Their mother, played by Adrian Martin. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And sent you away with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. This is Harry Bonzel saying we hope we'll see you next week. Night. Fred Allen and Ed Wynn join Tallulah's Big Show Sunday on NBC.